Um, hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes and I'm your host. Today we're talking with Herson the Barber from Heritage Barber and Company out of Kensington, Maryland. Uh, Herson, would you introduce yourself, please? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Herson the Barber, uh, Herson Bautista, and as the government name, um, owner of Heritage Barber and Co. and the uh, creator and founder of the DC Barber Expo as well. Awesome, okay. cool. So, um, how long you uh, been owning? Have you been running um, Heritage Barber and Co. Company? So we're fairly new. Um, we're going on our two-year anniversary in August. Nice. Uh, so, so we're we're still fresh. We're still fresh. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, is this your first shop that you've owned? Uh, yes, my first shop uh, as an owner is my first shop. I've been in the industry for about twelve to thirteen years now. Okay. But in terms of ownership, this is this is my first shop. So uh, just give us a little like quick run through how you got started and um, like what your little your story is from like school to or apprenticing or however how'd you get your license etc. Definitely, definitely. So it all started uh, when I was about 16, 17 years old. Uh, and I tell this story all the time that um, I was with my dad. We were cleaning out a storage and uh, he happened to find some old clippers. I don't I didn't ask at the time. It didn't come to mind what those clippers were being used for, you know, but um, he found them and he's like, hey, you want them? You can have them. I was like, all right, cool, cool. So I started uh, I had a friend that he just didn't care about his hair. He was like, hey, just use them on me. So I nice. cut his hair. It was a, uh, it, it was a more like a, like a, like a butcher. I just butchered his hair. <laughs> I just butchered his hair. But you know, it was my first experience with clippers. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I was like, who's next? You know, type type of stuff. So that's how the interest sparked. It was okay. uh, around that age. Um, soon after that, I started. Uh, I upgraded. You know, keep in mind, those were like old, like probably from the 1970s. So I upgraded to some CBS Con Airs. Okay, um, nice. Um, so I bought some some cheap Con Airs from CBS. I started messing with my friends from school. I was like, hey, come over, you know, give me a shape up. You know, I, I can do this. And they were like, really? I've never heard you cut hair. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. Let's do it. Um, so I started doing that. Um, little by little, you know, my, my name started going around. A lot of more people started coming to me. So I started taking it a little bit more serious. Uh, not professional, professionally, but um, definitely more in terms of like learning better techniques, uh, leveling up the skills and stuff like that. Um, so that was like kind of high school. After high school, I kind of took a little break. I didn't really um, chase, the, chase the craft too much. Um, but soon after, I picked it back up. And uh, this time I ended up, Getting hired at a, at a at a barber shop in Hyattsville in Lanny Park, okay. Maryland. Okay. So I worked there for about three years, but uh, it was my first shop ever. My first shop ever. I did not know what I was walking into. I was okay. the guy that did shape ups five dollars in high school, and this shop these guys were doing like crazy designs, dragons, logos, and nice. I was, uh, <laughs> these guys are like killing it. I'm already like I could do a shape up. <laughs> so it, it was really it was really a wake-up call like yo you know if you want to be good if you want to be good you definitely have to step it up you know what i'm saying there's more to the craft than just you know doing a shape up or 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 fade so i learned a lot from these guys um and then i started taking the the, the craft a lot more serious i ended up getting my license i went to american beauty academy in uh okay. in wheaton maryland 
Um, so I got my license there. Uh, then uh, ended up at another shop, Fresh Fades, uh, with uh, some friends of mine. We uh, that's where the DC Barber Expo started. Okay. That shop. I'm wearing that shop. Um, I'll, I'll touch base on that a little later. Um, leaving that shop, that's when I decided to start Heritage. So, okay. so it's been uh, I think two shops prior to owning my own shop. Uh, three years of the first shop, five years of the second shop, and now I'm here. All right. So eight years plus some uh, messing around in high school. Messing around, yep. Nice. All right. Um, okay, cool. So what do you think, um, like, how did you come up with the decision to open up your shop? And uh, did that have anything to do with the expo or were those things completely separate? So it's it's crazy that it's completely separate, but it's still entwined um, within the two. Um, the expo was born, I'm going to say, three years before the shop came to be. Okay. Um, so we were, uh, during the times of me being in the shop, you know, with the other guys, uh, obviously everyone was crazy about the craft. Um, hair shows, barber trolls, barber battles were huge. Um, well, they still are huge, but they were uh, they were a big thing where um, we finally had our own show. You know what I'm saying? Our own our yeah. own event. So barbers uh, is very barbering is very minimum in hair shows. For example, like IBS. Uh, what was another show? Uh, Bonner Brothers. You know stuff like that. Barbering is very confined into a small part of the show. So these barber battles started growing all over the country and we started traveling to them. So we would travel to these shows, uh, Connecticut, New York, Jersey, Philly, uh, Miami, Texas, Chicago. We would just go all over the place, LA. Um, but there was nothing really in DC, nothing okay. in our hometown. It was always us traveling. So I told myself one day, I'm like, hey, like, why can't we do put something together here like why why is there nothing here that we call ours that we call home you know so that's where the idea sparked for the dc barber expo okay. um and, and uh and an insider for the first year goers it was the dmv barber expo the first year okay we decided to change the name to the dc barber expo um for demographic purposes a lot of out-of-towners didn't know what dmv was or what right, it's before right. Yeah. So, so we ended up going with the DC Barber Expo, um, you know, so, so people could kind of identify where it was at. Yeah. Nice. So, so that's how that started. That's how that got sparked. Okay, cool. Um, well, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Um, and um, since we're already talking about it. Yeah, definitely. Let's, let's, let's do it. Um, yeah. So yeah, the expo, we're going on our fifth year anniversary. Um, thanks to COVID, we had to postpone it. Um, we postponed it two years uh, so far. We decided to skip 2021. Um, well, we were forced to skip 2020. We decided yeah. to skip 2021 just as a precaution, just to be safe. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of risk and a lot of investment involved in, in these shows. So with that being said, me and uh, Joey, my business partner, we decided to kind of postpone it for another year. Especially yeah. it being a, such a big year, like our fifth year anniversary, we right. really want to do something special for all the attendees. Um, so we postponed it just to make sure we put all, all, all our hard work into it, you know, so we have enough time to plan all that. 
Um, but yes, yeah, so it was our fifth year anniversary. Um, what it bas- basically consists of, for those that never been to like a barber expo, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of elements that that take place in the show. A lot of a lot of parts of it. We have an education segment. Uh, we have a barber competition. We have demonstration. Uh, we have special performances too. Um, we have like certain rappers, uh, break dancers, um, nice. crafts. We set up food trucks in the back. It's 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 a big festival. It's a big it's a big celebration. Um, we also have guest speakers all the time. Um, we have the award ceremonies. It's it's a lot of things that take place at these shows, and it's always the energy. The energy is always crazy. It's through the roof always. We have music going, we have light shows. It's crazy, you know, hair on the floor, lights in the air. It's just crazy. Nice. So uh, you get, um, how many people end up coming to this thing? So, you know, I'm a numbers guy. So everything has been like, how many people attended this year? How many people did this year? So each year, we started the first year, right? The first year, I told myself, if I get 600 bodies through that door, I'm happy, right? Uh Uh-huh. We did 1,226 people that first year. Nice. Bro, nice. I tell you, my one of, one, of, one, of the, one of our guys came up to me. He's like, yo, you got to go see the line. Grab me. And he's like, come on. So we go outside, <laughs> and I'm looking at the line going down the street, bro. Like, it was, it was That's awesome. It was just, like, right there. Like, all this weight just lifted off my shoulders. As an organizer, I'm going crazy, you know, running back and forth. So I took those few seconds to go look at the line. I'm like, we did it. Nice. From from there, it was all downhill. Uh, not downhill. It was a it was a smooth ride, smooth sailing from there. Um, we did that, and then it two hundred to three hundred attendees grew per year. Nice. So last year, oh, I'm sorry, 2019, we did about eighteen ninety something, close to nineteen hundred nice. people. So. So it's growing, man. It's growing. It's one of the largest uh, barber shows, to be specific. One of the largest in the nation. Uh, wow. Part of the fourth or fifth. Um, and that's uh, comparing to Las Vegas, Connecticut, New York, um, and Miami. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Appreciate that. Yep. Cool. So uh, guest speakers talk about, like, talk about, you know, stuff, how to be successful in the industry or how to be positive or what, what kind of stuff they talk about. So when you attend um, the expo, you get a little bit of everything. What I try to do is I try to organize it to where it benefits every attendee possible. Okay. For those that are looking to better their skill level, their skill set specifically, you know, with, with uh, techniques and stuff like that, you know, we cater to that. We also cater to those um, that more business minded individuals for example the owners or the ones the investors that want to invest into barbershops or salons um, we also have segments for them um, and then we have the competitions you know the competitions they cater to those that want to compete and they you know they they, they like that rush that adrenaline uh, they want the prize money as well you know <laughs> and the prize money is crazy but the guest speakers they just touch on everything I try to I try to get a speaker for a certain topic for everyone to touch on you know okay cool awesome cool this sounds awesome i want to um i want to hear about how uh how about your about your shop about your barbershop and um you know i also have some questions based sparked uh sparked from this conversation but i think this is uh this is a good place to wrap it up and next time we're we'll talk about uh we'll dig into your talking about your salon a little bit more uh, does that sound good there you go let's do it uh, all right cool until next time i'll talk to you later all right brother all right cool <laughs>